Hello, my beautiful people. Welcome back to another episode on Her Creative Freedom Podcast. If you are new here, thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Cassandra. I am your host. And on this podcast, I share everything from lifestyle, from travel, especially on the road as I do live in my home on wheels with my beautiful wiener dog, Tucker. And I share my life experiences from mental health, body image, self-love, relationships, and bringing your dreams and goals into reality. In addition, I bring on the most incredible special guests that talk about all of these areas in depth of their own perceptions. And yeah, we just like to have a good time and share these things with you. Share the things that people don't talk about. Hello, all you beautiful souls. It is the evening here, so I'm gonna say happy evening, good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are in the world at the time that you are at. This podcast is long overdue, and it's been a hot minute since I've even recorded a podcast on my own, and this is like the second one maybe that I've done in the van, which was not really the intention. I had every intention on doing so many more podcast episodes while I was traveling, but I'm so active with my audience and my friends on Instagram and my blog on my website that the podcast kind of took a back end, but here we are. I feel incredibly motivated. I'm very excited to put this episode out there, which I had intentions to do a one month on the road and then a three month on the road, a six month, etc. but today, we are doing, going along with the post, um, the blog that I put on my website, we are doing a over a hundred days on the road officially episode. <laughs> I also just want to put a disclaimer out there that if you hear a ton of background noise, it is because I am doing this not in my original fashion. I usually have like a pretty decent setup when I record my podcast, but today I am parked at the most beautiful lake all by myself in the middle of nature with a fire pit. Tucker is living his best life outside and the water and it's windy so it's there's just a lot going on. I'm just sitting on the floor in the van with my side door just wide open and it's beautiful which sounds like the typical dream of a van lifer on the road but this has actually never happened. I'm usually in a parking lot or a campground or somewhere in nature but it's not remotely this beautiful so I'm soaking it up every ounce that I can but if you hear stuff in the background that is why it's windy it's wavy the birds are chirping it's beautiful so getting into it talking about me before I went on the road every time I talked about going on the road and driving across the country it was always very far away from my actual date of departure which was March 31st but as the day started to get closer and closer I remember the week of and the like three days before I was about to leave, I really was surprised with how unexcited I was to go because I was so afraid and so scared of the what ifs, I call them. What if this happens? What if that happens? I I was very starting to feel very doubtful and naive almost to like, is this a good decision? Like, should I actually be doing this? Am I going to be safe? What if I didn't think all of these things through or everything through that I need to to ensure that like me driving across the country and being so far away from my hometown is a smart idea. I was worried about, you know, something happening to my family while I'm away and I can't get back or being so far away, freaking out, realizing that I actually cannot do this and I'm too far to turn around and go back, even though like you could go back. 
so I was just going through a lot of emotion, but the one thing I remember telling myself was that I was not going to let fear of all things stop me from doing this because the majority of society, fear is that one thing that stops you from doing so many things that are always better on the other side. So knowing that how I was feeling was completely fear-based, I was like, just push through, just push through, you got this. That's kind of how I felt beforehand. And then of course the day of was so hard because I had to say see you later to all my favorite friends and my people and my family. That was probably the hardest part. But then once you get on the road and you're doing the thing, it definitely wasn't, it started to get easier and easier emotionally. That pre-anxiety feeling of like, holy crap, I'm leaving and I'm going this far and I'm doing this thing. It was really hard. And saying goodbye to my, my family, like I said, was, was the most difficult thing. So I think initially being on the road, I always told myself like, I will know where I'm going to be sleeping each night. And I try to be as prepared as possible, knowing where I'm going to sleep, knowing I have service, knowing people know where I am when I go to sleep. I was very unsure about and really nervous um, when it came to my safety as far as like sleeping by myself somewhere at night where it's dark etc so I really became friends with Walmart I became friends with truck stops and I was okay there but I was so strategic when I would park even at Walmart of like what way the van is facing what way my side door is facing what's behind me no one can park beside me. No one can park behind me. Like I was, I was literally overthinking it. And I, I don't even know if anyone else that lives on the road overthinks this as much as I did. But I definitely tried to pre-plan absolutely everything the best I could for the first few days and the first few weeks. By this time, I am one month on the road. Things started to feel less worrisome around sleeping. I was becoming more comfortable just like being in my van and a whole lot more excited. I started to feel empowered and in charge. Um, my family started to kind of like accept where I was and like what I was doing. And I just felt really motivated. Like being in the van is my creative space. It's my home space. I absolutely love spending just time in my van. I don't even care if I'm sitting on my bed on a beautiful sunny day. I just love my space so much. And it does really motivate me. So my creativity brain was just like going and going and going of all this stuff that I wanted to create and do and share and learn. Um, so it was really good after the first month and in the first month I turned 30 and it's so funny because I always expected and literally have told myself for years that I was going to turn 30 in Las Vegas of course everybody does that but Las Vegas is genuinely one of my most favorite places in the world so I knew I was going to turn 30 in Vegas and that was just what was going to happen due to the pandemic and everything else and I guess my decision of just going on the road time-wise it just happened that I am not going to be in Vegas I'm going to be in a van and I love that it turned out this way because I spent my birthday with my absolute longest best friend and I don't think I could have had it any any other way um steve surprised me with things she surprised me with things and it it was literally perfect so in the first month i also did turn 30. after the first like actually in the first week of me being on the road i have family across the entire country and some family i haven't seen for over 20 years that i really wanted to see so it was very easy for me because like emotionally it was easy for me because i got to like go right into family people and therefore i wasn't always 
alone right off the bat. So throughout my the starting of my journey, I was really heavy into like seeing family. And then as that started to dwindle away, it was more Walmarts and truck stops. And at first I was totally comfortable there. I enjoyed being somewhere where it was all lit up, but then I was starting to get kind of sick of the parking lot situation. And kind of to my surprise, I highly enjoyed staying at truck stops. There was Wi-Fi, it was always busy. It wasn't too loud, sometimes it was, but it wasn't crazy. And I was safe and they're literally everywhere. And they had a shower, which I absolutely loved. So I was really starting to enjoy the truck stop scene over the Walmart scene. Um, at this point, being over three months on the road, I was really starting to recognize healthy boundaries and that I cannot physically and emotionally see every single family member that lives across this country. Because my family knew that I was traveling across the country, a lot of my family members wanted to see me, but it just came to a point where I was trying and I was saying yes to everybody, but I was burning out very quickly. So I just stopped telling people when I was coming and where I was going so that I could just be on my own schedule and kind of just show up and say, hey, I'm here. So I really started to recognize like what healthy boundaries looked like for me and how important it was for my personal life and for my work life for my own mental sanity. Um, at this point as well, I really started to value the gym so much because once I hit Quebec and then into the Maritimes, my home gym back in Alberta was nowhere that I actually had to cancel that membership and get a different gym membership that more fits my lifestyle around Canada, spread out of Canada so that I could like shower and work out and have like those amenities around me for the majority of my, my travels because obviously I can shower other ways, but it's so convenient having a gym membership where you can, and generally my gym's 24 seven, so I can go at any time and I really did like that. P.S. I should have said this at the beginning, but this is in no way a specific order. It's kind of just like whatever I have written down in my journal and what comes to mind of like my first few experiences being on the road. But something that did come up was like the Instagram versus reality situation. Before going on the road, I was expecting to be sleeping in nature, have service, and live my best life just like me and my dog and nature work. But in reality, I'm very rarely sleeping in nature. I'm usually in a parking lot somewhere because I need service. And if I want to go out into nature and be one with the trees, I don't always have service, especially in the Maritimes and as I further go. So that was something that I had to like really wrap my head around. And actually through just like following other van lifers, I really did learn that the majority of us don't always sleep and spend the most of our time in nature and by water and have it so beautiful. Those who have to work full time anyways are in Tim Horton parking lots trying to get their Wi-Fi and in a parking lot to sleep and or they'll do that during the day and then go find somewhere to sleep in nature so i really do value the weekends because the weekends i do take advantage of and getting myself in nature and really connecting that way because i'm an earth sign and earth signs need the trees <laughs> all my earth signs out there totally feel me on that one and then just like being alone versus being with a friend i highly enjoy my alone time and i do prefer to be alone but there are definitely moments and experiences that I've had where I'm like, dang, I wish I could experience this with somebody. I absolutely am so grateful that I have Tucker and he is basically like a human. We can have full conversations and I'm pretty sure he does understand me. But I guess with my experience on traveling the road with Steve all the time, 
together full-time, it, it is really nice and enjoyable. But being my independent self, I think I don't know if I could travel full-time, full-time for 365 days of the year with a friend because I do need my space as well. So yeah, I forgot to mention at the beginning, I think my first major hurdle on the road was when I had to like navigate away from quite a terrible snowstorm that was happening more on Eastern Canada side. I had my route planned out, so I was like mentally prepared and ready for what I was driving into. But when this storm was coming, I had to go so far up north in Ontario that I had no idea if I was going to have service for my safety and to work. I had no idea what those roads look like. So I was incredibly anxious about going somewhere unknown as usually we are if it's an unknown situation. And I had just started on the road. So I was like freaking out. And if this storm was literally as bad as it sounded that everybody was telling me, I didn't know if I was going to be even safe in the van or if I was just going to like blow over, you know? So on top of that, I noticed that Tucker, because it was still like snow on the ground at this point, and Tucker went to pee outside and he had blood in his urine. And I had no idea why. Tucker, that's like never happened to any of my dogs before, so I didn't know what was going on. So now Tucker's bleeding and I didn't know why. What generally that doesn't always mean that it's something good. So I had to find a vet. Thankfully, my very best friend back at home, I was talking to her and she found me probably the best vet I could go to. Thankfully, they took him in and everything was fine. But all of that happening in one day was so overwhelming. That was probably like the worst thing on the road, I guess, that happens at the beginning of things. And really the worst thing that's happened so far. Knock on wood. I'm grateful for that. So yeah, that was like a major hurdle. As we continue on, I'm hitting Toronto. I had to drive downtown Toronto, which made me realize that driving this van in a big city is not fun. It was doable. Would I do it again if I had to? Yes. But it definitely did test my patience. So then I went to Quebec and in Quebec I was very nervous because I don't speak a lick of French and I was told that people in parts of Quebec don't want people who speak English to go there. I don't think that's true now that I've been, but I don't know, maybe it is, but I never had that experience. Um, but I don't speak the language. So I was like, gosh, I hope I can like navigate my way. My first encounter was when I went to the gas station and of course the machine didn't work. So I had to go talk to them and she had no idea what I was saying. I think she asked everybody who was in the um, gas station if they knew what I was saying. And seemed like nobody knew what I was saying. So that was like incredibly embarrassing on my part and my first introduction that I was in a place that nobody spoke English. Um, but it was honestly great. I did spend like three or four hours with Tucker walking around old Quebec City and it was absolutely beautiful. It very much reminded me of Barcelona in a lot of ways. So it was a really cool experience. We did a lot of hiking. We really enjoyed it. Not really regrettably because I could do it on the back end. I did not even go near Montreal because I I was told to you know take the Montreal bypass because once you hit Montreal driving there is scary and I don't think a single person has told me that it's like not terrifying to drive through Montreal and at this point I did not want to now that like I've got 103 days under my belt I would go back and do it again so that might be something I do on the back end of my driving in Canada so we'll see and then the best part, I think, not the best part, but the most exciting, no, not even the most exciting, but one of the best and one of the most exciting things about being on the road is when I hit the Maritimes. Because if you watch my YouTube videos and my channel, if you don't, 
please take a moment to subscribe to my channel. The link is going to be in the description of this episode, but I did grow up partly in Halifax, Nova Scotia, and that place has a very, very special place in my heart. So I definitely celebrated when I hit the Maritimes. And that brings us to kind of where I am right now. I'm in the Maritimes. I am currently in Newfoundland, which let, okay, I'll get there in a second. I'm going way ahead of myself. Going into Nova Scotia, I cried. And to some who know me, that's not, like, that's not a surprise because I do cry a lot because crying is such a beautiful emotion to express. But I was so excited to pass the Nova Scotia sign because I haven't been back there since I was probably like 13. And now I'm 30, so it's been a long time, which means I haven't seen my sister. I haven't seen my best friends for over 20 years. Um, well, yeah, whatever, the, whatever that math is, don't come at me. But it's just like been a long time. And I didn't realize how special Nova Scotia is and how special the Maritimes are until I got here and smelt the air and smelt the, the ocean. And I just like can't even put it into words how happy this place makes me. I love being in Alberta because I'm close to the mountains, but I think I love being around the ocean more. So will we move here? I don't know. I wouldn't be upset if we did because I do really love the water. So being in Nova Scotia at this point, I am absolutely in love with my van space it's home to me. There are definitely things that need fixing. There are things that I would change, you know, when I do a different build one someday in the future, because, you know, at the time of my build, I feel like there was a time in my build process where I was like, oh, I'll just figure that out later. And I just wish I would have taken the time to figure it out then, because now I have to irritatably, is that even a word? I don't know. I have to deal with it now and I don't want to. So that being said, it's all good. I absolutely love my my home space and I'm a lot more comfortable driving this van because some of the roads that this van had to endure were questionable that my cabinets were not going to come off the wall. I've said that twice now into the universe. Please don't do that. I, I don't think I could handle that. <laughs> but yeah, some of the roads I've driven on, I'm like so incredibly thankful that my van is in tip-top shape so thank you thank you thank you um but honestly i think the biggest things i've learned which is so many being on the road is just how important it is to fill your life with joy and that we live such a short life we are all going to pass one day and if you know there is something in your life that doesn't fill your heart with joy and you kind of want to let it go I'm in this situation right now and I want to encourage all of us to take those baby steps that you need to to let those things go. It's okay that things in your life served a purpose to a certain point, but when it's reached that point, it's better to let it go to make room for something, you know, better to come. And that's kind of the situation that I'm in in my life in different areas of my life. So, yeah, I've just really am getting a lot more connected with myself. I'm thinking about my life and my future and what I'm doing with my career and what makes me happy and all this kind of stuff. So it's been honestly super, super great. I wouldn't even say there's been a time where I wish I wasn't doing this in terms of like having bad van life days. I would say the days that I'm, I am struggling is usually because of something that's directly in my life or, you know, with myself. Um... And if anything, those are just awareness pieces that you're struggling uh, with things that are in your life or with yourself, whatever it may be. Being alone does 
allow that stuff to come out. So, you know, if I'm struggling, it's usually like a mental health thing or I've realized something about my life that has been a big part of my life in some way that I'm actually not happy with and it's time to let it go. But letting things that you know, letting things go in your life that you're familiar with can be very hard. It can be scary. Change can be scary, but it actually can be the best thing ever as well. So I'm in this really cool, beautiful, unknown, scary uh, transition period right now, and I'm just embracing it. There was definitely a calling to come to Newfoundland and allow this place to be my expansion place and my, my shifting place. I don't know why yet because I've only been here for two weeks but I can say I absolutely freaking love Newfoundland. It is the safest I've ever felt. Everybody is beyond kind. Literally everyone is so nice here. There's so much rock. There's so much water. It's so green. I just absolutely love it. You can it's like I had a friend say it's like a van life paradise and it totally is because you can park anywhere and sleep anywhere safely and soundly so it's it's been very freeing so I just felt like something is going to shift when I'm in Newfoundland and it's going to be very unknown and it's going to be very beautiful and I mean it could not happen but I already feel a shift happening right now so I don't know we'll see where it goes but yeah that is kind of where I'm at that was like a very fast version of my life so far on the road I know I talk so fast and I really need to slow down. So if you listen to the very end, truly thank you so much. I feel like after I put this out there and I edit it and do all the things, I'm going to realize that I forgot to say so many things. And I actually just think I need to put up a Q&A so that you guys can ask me questions and I can answer them. And then I feel like I'm covering all the important things. But something that does come up once in a while is my relationship with Steve and how that's going. I do not want to say anything here because we together are going to do a podcast when we are together in August. So stay tuned for that. I am very excited to do that one because obviously our life in general is a little bit out of the norm and yeah. So I'm excited to kind of share our experience of being in a serious relationship and not 100% of the time being together so stay tuned for that to come out sometime in August or September and I think that is going to be the end to this episode. I am going to put up a Q&A on my Instagram here probably after I release this podcast so that anyone who wants to can ask me absolutely any questions that they have and I would be happy to answer them so if you listen to the end thank you so much for being here. I truly do appreciate it to absolutely everyone that has followed me through this entire journey on Instagram and on Facebook to me you are really just not an audience i don't really care too much about likes and numbers i just genuinely love to connect with people and connect with people on a very soulful more personable level um, so i love having those kind of deep conversations so thank you thank you thank you for supporting me and for encouraging me and just you know it's because of the conversations that i've had with people that keep pushing me forward and together we're just helping each other so thank you so so much stay tuned for the next episode I promise there is going to be another one and I try my best to have every week there is a new YouTube video out on my channel it just hasn't always been consistently Sundays because of Wi-Fi and service it seems that I always have enough Wi-Fi and service to do my job but when I need to upload a YouTube video to the internet it's very different so thank you so much for sticking around this whole time and supporting me and all that fun stuff. I hope you have the most incredible day, evening, morning, night, and I will catch you in the next episode.